T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch. Federal student loan bills started going out again in October. Some borrowers may still be having a hard time keeping up with their payments. With us to talk about new payment plans and some other recent changes in the federal student aid program is Terry Lawson, managing attorney with Legal Services of Eastern Missouri's Consumer Program. Terry, good morning. Thank you for being with us. Good morning, Megan. Pleased to be here. Well, when we look at those bills that started going back out in October, what have you seen or maybe heard or the phone calls you've had from people who might have been in default before or now they're having a hard time making payments? How many are reaching out to say, I need some help with this? At Legal Services, we represent primarily indigent folks, folks that are income qualified for our services. But we've had a surprisingly low number of calls on this, which makes me worry that after the multi-month pause that we've had, I think people are in somewhat of an avoidance mode right now and are still not sure what to do. What we find is people have ignored the loans for so long, they may not realize what what they need to do for this repayment period. And that's where we would like to put out the word with everyone that there are absolutely steps you can take to put yourself in a good position, whether or not you are indigent and could seek help at a legal aid or somewhere else, or go to a private attorney that does student loan law, or even most importantly, handle it yourself using all of the fantastic resources that are available on the Internet and other places. Because if you don't take care of this and you are in default, what happens? Default is a a really terrible outcome for student loans because the government has more power than most other creditors would have. Student loan default can make it so that even things you think are exempt from garnishment, such as Social Security payments, can be garnished by the federal government. It's not called a garnishment in that instance. It's called a treasury offset. If the federal government owes you money and you owe the federal government money, that money is essentially swapped. So they can even take things you wouldn't normally think they could take. So for a borrower that is on a very fixed income, if they find out they are in default and they decide that treasury offset has to happen, the government can just reach out and take a portion of that Social Security money or other types of monies. And that is why even without a judgment, the government has such power. You want to resolve all those things so that your fixed income's down the road and other types of income streams would not be tapped. Now, I understand there are some programs, like for some individuals, that they literally would have a zero payment every month, um, like through the SAVE program. Yes, Megan, I'm so glad you brought up SAVE. Uh, The acronym SAVE, S-A-V-E, is the new program that is an income-dependent repayment. 
There are multiple income-dependent repayment types. The most common people have heard of is IBR, income-based repayment, and SAVE is simply a new version of that. The SAVE plan is so different from the last plans, I would call it the biggest change in student loan payments in a decade. It Instead of taking 10% of your income that is considered disposable income, which is over and above subsistence income, the formula has changed and it cuts it in half. So what we see is many more people would qualify for a much lower payment, whether it is a zero payment or a, um, a payment that might only be $50 or something. Uh, hypothetical examples on the student loan website, which is called studentaid.gov, that is the official Department of Ed site, their hypothetical shows a person that a 30K income might have had a 145 a month payment, $145. On the save plan, they would drop down to about $45. So folks that are in that, that middle zone especially benefit, but then if you are on the lower end of the spectrum and you actually aren't making above, say, 150% of the poverty line, you're probably going to have a zero payment, literally a zero payment. That's hard for people to understand but it is much better to be on a zero payment instead of a default or a delinquency status. So you think, well, if I'm not paying, how can there be a difference? The difference is, in one way, you've, you've stepped through the hoops. You're in a plan that the government knows you're trying to pay, but you cannot afford to. And in the default mode, the government it looks at it as, we don't know what you're doing. You know, you've just ignored the loan. So that's really the big difference. Talk about some of the other options like loan rehabilitation. I know there's something called Fresh Start. What else is out there for people? Yes. If you are delinquent or in default, delinquent is up to nine months of nonpayment and default is over nine months of nonpayment, you need to get out of default. So the three methods that you can do that, uh, in the past there were only two. There was a rehabilitation where you'd make nine months of payments uh, out of 10 months total, or you could make a complete consolidation of your loans, which would be taking all your loans, bundling them together, and buying them out with a new loan. So rehabilitation is the faster way to remove a default. Now, because of the changes in this new administration, we see a program called Fresh Start. If you go to studentaid.gov or other websites, uh, other information sources, you can read about Fresh Start for, for borrowers and default. What that allows is a more immediate rehabilitation. It's not going to be a nine to 10 month process. It'll actually be much faster and you will immediately be able to be considered in good graces once you're in the Fresh Start plan. You should be able to call your loan servicers or go through the studentaid.gov website and participate in this Fresh Start plan simply by saying, I want to get on the Fresh Start plan. I want to remove my default. And within just a couple of months, you should be back in good graces. What other changes should student loan borrowers know about? If you're a borrower that was that recently had or previously had an older type of loan called an FFEL loan, what was called the Stafford loans, you really didn't have access to the income-dependent repayment programs because those programs are direct loan only. Direct loan meaning straight from the Department of Education. So there has been a push toward allowing folks to consolidate the old kinds of loans into the new loans. And one of the things people realized is in PSLF, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, we only had a tiny fraction, less than 1% of all borrowers that could reach their forgiveness period after 10 years. Well, what has happened is because there were so many problems with servicing, the government has announced a one-time account adjustment for income-dependent repayment. So if your loans are direct loans, 
they will look at all the loans you've had in the past and they will actually count periods such as the COVID pause period. They will count times that you weren't in the income dependent repayment and they will count as long as you made on-time payments. And even if that is one of those zero payments when you couldn't afford a payment but you were in a plan, those months will count. So we will have people that will see loans forgiven that they never could have gotten forgiven before if they get this one-time account adjustment done. The government is working hard on doing that. It should be automatic for those that qualify in in direct loan programs, in income-dependent repayment structures such as SAVE or others, but they think it will take through 2024 to complete it. If you have any loans that are federal loans that are not direct loans, those loans will not count toward the one-time adjustment. You have to convert those loans to direct loans in order to have the time of payment for those older types of loans, loans prior to 2010, counted. So I, I am a personal example of someone that consolidated loans and suddenly found out that I had loans that I would have been paying another few years that are gone and forgiven. And that for myself was $30,000. If folks have more questions or they feel like they really need your services or your assistance, how can they reach you? Yes, we can be reached. Again, if, if and I will tell you, if, we, um, if we, we do a means testing, so if you are of lower income, it's more likely you would qualify. We would have to check qualifications first, so you can apply online at our website at lscm.org. For others that may think that they want to check other resources, I'd like to put those out too. Studentaid.gov is the federal educational website that provides much information. There is an excellent nonprofit called National Consumer Loan, uh, National Consumer um, Center that does a website called StudentLoanBorrowersAssistance.org, and that is probably the number one resource I would recommend. Is the uh, is that particular one to go through all of the new changes. Well, Terry Lawson, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.